Are you ready to dance? Always. Where are they podcasting from? I think it's Edinburgh or London. Oh my God, is that SMB? You know you love us. Creepy chocolate. XOXO. Rufus be a river. <laughs> and who are we? That's one secret we always tell. I'm Marissa. And I'm Anna. We are the Upper East Podcasters. Gossip Girl Recap. Oh, hey. Hey. Hi, Upper East subscribers. How are you, Marissa? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm kind of fighting the, the January blues back. <laughs> we're this is um we're recording on blue monday the most depressing day of the year apparently <laughs> yeah i've heard this um in fact my partner told me that today yeah it's blue blue Monday because it's two weeks after christmas yeah so no one's been paid yet majority of people mm-hmm. haven't been paid yet to the end of the month um mm-hmm. i mean and everyone's be, broke <laughs> even worse this year because there's just like nothing to look forward to yet apart from a vaccine but to be honest, this this Monday or this Blue Monday hasn't felt that different to any other day. Like I just went to work. I say I went to work. I went to my living room to work and <laughs> I've not been spending that much money anyway because we're not technically allowed out the house. But yeah. Oh, well, here to help you lighten ban- the mood. Yeah. Here to help you banish those January blues. Uh, we are the Upper East Podcasters. This is a Gossip Girl recap show. We watch every Gossip Girl episode in order, recap it, usually with alcohol, but, you know, we're kind mm-hmm. of doing a slightly, well, you're doing a very wet January. I am, but on this occasion, I forgot to put wine in the fridge and now I can't be bothered. So <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a cheeky oh, bimto. <laughs> what a blue Monday that is. Um, but yeah, so we, spoiler alert, we will be talking about season one episodes 13 and prior to but other than that you're safe if you're watching along with us and we're only going to be talking about episode 13 and everything prior to so episode 13 the thin line between chuck and nate what an episode (laughs) this was a really really good episode i thought (laughs) i don't even know really where to begin with this one i mean it's just (laughs) there's so many interweaved storylines so many things that happen that 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 are awful (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> people's behavior in this episode is a bit shocking but I, I also think they just chose a bunch of or they choose teenage um, taboo topics and just squeeze them into teen these teen dramas and this is one of those episodes yeah for yeah. sure um, I kind of feel like we should probably just start straight away with the opening scene um, mm-hmm. and I'm going to do uh, it's been a while since we've done my Kristen Bell impression I'm going to do the the opening Gossip Girl blast oh okay go for it um, so- <laughs> It's the opening Gossip Girl Blast. What's the difference between gossip and scandal? So glad you asked. Anyone can commit a minor indiscretion and generate a day's worth of buzz, but in order for gossip to birth a true scandal, it requires the right person to be in the wrong place. Take one it girl on a pedestal, add a crowd eager to see her fail, and give them the means to knock her down. It's such a mouthful, isn't it? Those gossip blasts. (laughs) Oh, we should probably explain what's actually happened and what's been what's been seen on <sighs> Gossip Girl. Well, it's, Serena is. Well, you say it. It's, Serena is papped because that's the only thing I can compare it to. Is papped buying a pregnancy test, mm-hmm. which is well, buying a pregnancy test isn't weird, but being papped while she's buying it is a little bit strange. Like it's no one's business. Again, you would notice somebody. I mean, if you're buying a pregnancy test, let's like let's have it right. 
it's not the kind of thing you do without kind of like looking over your shoulder a little bit to check if anyone you know <laughs> you know it's like it's it's up there with like buying condoms buying tampons when you first get your period for the first like you go into the shop and you feel a little bit like oh god i have to go to the to the checkout person and they're going to be judging mm. me mm, you know yeah. <laughs> um no. so you think she'd have a wits about her and yet yeah. someone is like taking a and again the camera phones in 2008 guys <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like happened. yeah absolutely like any gen z's 2008 phones you couldn't take a picture that high quality <laughs> definitely not it would have been blurry a f <laughs> so <sighs> yeah a gossip girl blast goes out with serena buying a pregnancy test and i think from this maybe we should kind of split off into mm-hmm. sections um probably yeah. starting with the main storyline of yeah. um yeah Blair, Nate, Chuck, and the Minions. Yeah, okay then, that sounds good. That gives, Blair. that actually tells us what this episode is about, the overall, the overall, the pregnancy scare episode. Yeah, the main protagonist in this episode is definitely Blair. Yeah. Oh, the downfall of, she been dethroned in this episode? <laughs> so it kind of begins, well, Blair's episode, I suppose, mm-hmm. her storyline begins with, this like power struggle again to be like queen bee yeah queen school. School. She's, <laughs> she's sitting on the met steps um as always with her minions the girls and, of the steps <laughs> and jenny comes along because uh, jenny's back in this episode yay we yay. haven't seen her anything and she she like sits down and this is this is my blair burn moment already <laughs> oh wow that's really nice and early let me cue the jingle as you're talking go for it <laughs> Um, so Jenny just innocently sits down and, you know, says her hellos and Blair is so mean to her. She's saying, um, just move down a few steps. You know, nobody is above me all be all because she's apparently a little bit late for, I don't know what they're waiting for, like school. (laughs) Jenny's late apparently. And Blair ain't for it. Oh God. I know. She doesn't want Jenny sitting on the same level, the same step as her. (laughs) You just got burned. Mm. You just got burned. Ouch. A burn. <laughs> my oh. question is, my question is, what has Jenny done this time? Because I, again, think... I can't remember. She's not been in it for a few episodes. I don't know what she's done, but it Isn't can't it... be because she's late. Isn't it back to when she is told by Jenny that Nate is kind of just using her or something. I don't know. I can't really remember. There's an episode where Nate tells, no, sorry. There's an episode where Serena tells Blair something about Nate and she's like, you're dismissed Jenny for good. Oh yeah, that's it. The episodes ago and I can't remember what, what happened. So that just goes to show what happened since then. Um, Serena arrives and they all kind of talk about the the blast. Interestingly as well, the um, they don't treat her as badly as they treat Blair later on. No, they don't. I think maybe because it's not as surprising that Serena is having a pregnancy scare. Maybe, maybe that's why. But she announces, Serena, Serena announces she is not pregnant and Blair's kind of acting a bit strange and we discover quite quickly that um, it could be her who's prego, as you've put in your mm. notes. I love that word, prego. <laughs> um, and it could be Chuck's. Ew. Yeah, I think that's the worst bit, isn't it? That it could be Chuck's baby. That's, <laughs> yeah. Chuck. He's horrible in this episode, Chuck. I really, 
I really hate it. I mean, like I hated him in the first few episodes anyway, but this time I was like, I actually really, really hate him. Yeah. But... Um, yeah. And you know, like the fandom for Chuck online is so real for Chuck and Blair. Like if you dare mm. cross Chuck and Blair. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, you will have so, angry DMs for days. <laughs> yeah. And and I kind of get it because for the, like, the, it is quite a nice love story eventually. And he does become less of a monster. I mean, I, I suppose mm. that is a kind of a, a, a bit of a, a spoiler so sorry but mm-hmm. you know come on we can see it coming a mile off if you're not seeing all of yeah Girl, also so. the show's been out for 10 years you know you had your time <laughs> <laughs> we're still not going to give too many spoilers but no we're not but, but yeah so I can see why people love Chuck in the few well to be honest I still can't really for myself but mm. this episode he is really awful to, like just yeah really to her and it doesn't matter yeah. whether it's mm-hmm. you know what what's what's happening deep down he's just yeah quite abusive and horrible like i mean yeah it must have been right we'll get to it we'll get to it anyway um <laughs> getting ahead of ourselves um but yeah we find out that it might be her who could be pregnant because serena's kind mm. of like you know i got the test for you and blair i have mm, sorry i am going to interrupt you with a question why did she not make derota by the test for her why did what? she make Ser- Serena, no one's going to pay attention to Dorota by going into a chemist and buying a pregnancy test. Whereas Serena's a bit more high profile, hence why she's got papped. So I don't think she asked Serena to do it. I think Serena has just done it anyway because oh, Blair has okay. said that her pregnant her period was late. Oh, okay. Oh, fair enough then. That's allowed, I guess. But you good point. Yeah, could just go Dorota. Dorota, <laughs> um, <laughs> I need something. <laughs> Blair is back with Nate. They're necking, as we like to say on this podcast. They are <laughs> yep. nogging, kissing, yep. kissing making mm-hmm. out, chewing <laughs> tongue. <laughs> <laughs> I just made that one up on the spot. And Nate's kind of like showing that he's trusting her again by being like, can you visit mm-hmm. visit my dad in rehab with me? Um, Chuck is kind of spying kind of creepily. I know I was gonna have that as my creepy Chuck moment but I was like you know what he's always doing this stuff like every week he's just spying yeah. on somebody I think we'll just leave it I think we'll yeah. save it for another moment yeah it's not wasted jingle we could we could literally play creepy Chuck Bass every single time he's on the screen but we won't should we just have it in the background playing throughout this entire podcast like really low? <laughs> <laughs> background noise. just looped over and over and over again um yeah it's um a bit creepy he's kind of stalking her um mm. and then yeah, Serena and Blair are back at the flat at this point, right? Where Serena's urging her to take the test and to find out. Mm-hmm. She yeah, says, like it's better to know than to better to know than to not know. Oh, she says something to to Blair like, "Have you seen the weather outside? It's a clear blue day." Or is <laughs> yes. <laughs> My first That's response it. is that it's going to be a clear blue day. <laughs> 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 I did quite um, like that. That was quite funny. <laughs> so next is Serena goes and you know to the source of the problem. She goes and talks to Chuck, <laughs> <laughs> to the sperm donor, <laughs> to the <laughs> to the sperm donor, and oh, he's just absolutely horrible, isn't he? He's first of all, he's so creepy. I see you've written. <laughs> Please call me brother. Like, oh, I'm sorry. Horrible. I'm sorry. That deserves the jingle. <laughs> Yeah, okay. He's creepy, he's crawly, he's creepy Chuck Bass. Just played a snippet of it. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's like, he's like, please call me brother. She, and she's disappointed that he wasn't more careful and, and tells her, um, sorry, and tells mm. him that Blair might be pregnant. Um, the way he responds is so funny. Oh, it's just so typical, isn't it? Just like, no, absolutely not. 
I, I take th- care of my business. <laughs> I'm like, oh, stop. you know what though? I don't think he does. I really don't think he does care about that kind of stuff at all. He slut shames her a little bit as well because he's like, well, she was sleeping with, she slept with Nate at the same time and it's her fault. You know, she should have been more careful. The sleeping with two men at the same time. And yeah, well, he does it all the time. Jesus. Yeah, I know. Also, Double this, standards. This is, um, I realized that Serena doesn't know that she slept with Nate again. She doesn't know that she's. Yeah, of, I, f- yeah. I forgot that as well until I watched the episode. I was like, oh, yeah, Serena doesn't know that. Mm-hmm. But now she does because <laughs> yeah. Chuck told her. So. <sighs> So Serena confronts Blair about sleeping with Nate and Hannah has a, has a go at her saying, I've taken a public bullet for you she, for another rumour. She has a good point, though. Out of all the people whose reputation is, she, she's been through it more, I think, Serena. She's just like, I did that for you and I didn't need to do it. Mm-hmm. Well, we finally revisit a very serious topic as well. It's taken long enough since Thanksgiving. Oh, <laughs> yeah I I did yeah I was like oh it does get mentioned again so Blair's mum overhears all this but she doesn't actually know what it's about and I don't think Blair's mum ever does find out about the pregnancy scare I don't think so anyway how do the parents not just like go on Gossip Girl to find out what's going on with their kids <laughs> oh my god that's such a good point <laughs> like, and, and you know at no point when Rufus sees the blast as well because he does see it which we'll get to he doesn't call Lily mm. It just you know, I your, know. Your daughter's buying a pregnancy test. I know. Anyway, anyway we digress. Um, <laughs> yeah, it does. She she's worried her eating disorders back again. It does kind of get mentioned. I suppose at least at least it's not just been forgotten about, but it does still feel like they're just mm-hmm. you know they're touching upon it ever so slightly. Yeah, because I remember the, the eating disorder episode came in pretty quickly, and then it left pretty quickly, and now there's just this one mention of it again or there, there might have been another one as well in another episode but it's it's Do very you light think it glamorizes it a little bit as well like it glamorizes the eating disorder a bit almost like it's a good way to get attention or something i don't know it just it just isn't mm. really touched upon in like a dark i just don't way yeah i just don't think it's very sincere no it's not yeah no at, at all i think they just thought of a problem which typically teenagers suffer with and just thought oh we'll just give a character that it could have been anybody mm-hmm. it could have been jenny it could have been yeah and, and, given, and given that blair is like genuinely if she was a real person would have some kind of personality disorder like narcissism or sociopath, <laughs> the chances yep. are she wouldn't actually be bulimic <laughs> yeah probably not <laughs> but yeah she says i command myself not to be pregnant when she's taking oh hard that made me laugh so much I was like oh babe we've all been there <laughs> but that made calls, me laugh she calls and apologizes um to Serena and says that she's not pregnant and Serena says so, Serena says oh my god are you kidding me I'm so happy I would have had no idea what to wear to a paternity hearing <laughs> I don't know what a paternity I know it's something to do with is that like finding out who the dad is or the courts I'm, being like I'm you're the father you're responsible for this kid I'm guessing so yeah okay just checking. The American laws are so different. But yeah, she then Blair also kind of she bumps into Chuck, doesn't she, as well? And um, mm-hmm. he looks like he's gonna he's gonna be nice to her for like a short while, but you know, then quickly turns nasty because she just says it's over. I know, but it was it was already over though, wasn't it? I don't know. They haven't seen or slept with each other for like a while. I thought. I suppose it's over in terms of him blackmailing her to tell Nate oh yeah I forgot that he is also a blackmailer yeah forgot about yeah. that <laughs> the two of them know each other really but yeah he's like 
the game isn't over until I say it's over. I thought that was such a weird, I don't know, a really weird thing to say. Because it's not even threatened. I didn't find it very threatening. But what she says back is my Blair Waldorf burn because she's like, okay, well, you know, have fun playing with yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I like that. So yeah, nice little Blair Waldorf burn there. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And then, uh, well, he he's the one who sends in the Gossip Girl blast and kind of tells, dishes the dirt and says that it's Blair who's pregnant and has been sleeping with somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. He doesn't say that it's him. He just says... No, he yes. just... Yeah. yeah. But does he actually say, because at this point in time, actually, Blair knows that she's not pregnant, but Chuck tells Gossip Girl that, oh no, she is pregnant or... Well, she says she the had- test was for her. Oh, yeah. I don't think Chuck cares about how factual his, like, (laughs) rumor blast is. (laughs) Yeah, that's, yeah, good point. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah, so so basically this gossip blast is now out and everybody finds out, like, the whole school, including Nate, finds out, you know, via social media. Mm -hmm. Yeah, poor Nate. He's like... He's such a good boyfriend um, and doesn't believe it. I thought that was really sweet of him to not believe it. Because, well, um, yeah. Until he bumps into Jenny. That Who is. completely grasses Blair up and was like, <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Blair yeah. was, yeah. Oh, what does Nate say to her? She says something like, oh, Blair, if Blair's truly your friend, you know, you should, you should tell the truth if you know something. And Jenny's like, well, she was never really my friend, but I do know something anyway. And I think that you deserve to know that's her angle yeah. isn't it she finds out because she's over here's down and serena talking which we'll get to mm-hmm. for sure yeah. we'll get to down yeah. Serena's storyline bath yeah um <laughs> but that's how nate finds out um about chuck yeah uh then oh but i love the fight scene oh my god it was amazing chuck and nate have a fight in the street and it reminded me of eastenders yeah yeah. Didn't wasn't it like pure EastEnders vibes, like <laughs> banging on the door, like Kelly, I know he's in there. Leave it, Wayne. It's not worth it. <laughs> you can't hide him from me. <laughs> Come out here now. That's what it reminded me of. It must be so fun to film these scenes as well. I think like these fight scenes. Oh gosh, Chuck says I took what she was putting in front of you, and you kept throwing away. <laughs> I mean, like, okay. She's like, God, she's like, why is she an object? I know. <laughs> I know what you mean. <laughs> I think his argument was like, oh yeah, the, you know, we, they were broken up. Yeah, but the only, but... the only, like, the 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 time difference between them breaking up and her arriving at Chuck's club was one limo ride. <laughs> yeah, it was. That couldn't have taken more than twenty minutes. So, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> overly glorified lo- losing a virginity. Uh, I know, scene. but yeah, Nate. Nate then decides that he's going to break up with Blair again. Oh, so yeah. So B- Blair goes and sees Nate at his at his house or whatever, and Nate actually is committed to breaking up with her. He doesn't want to be with her anymore, and he doesn't want her to visit the captain in rehab either. He also tells her that it was Jenny who told him it was it was Chuck. And obviously Blair is. Oh yeah, that sets, that sets Blair onto onto little Jay. Oh, but oh. not before Blair and Serena have another row. <laughs> Again. Yeah, yeah, this isn't, yeah. Well, she just does that obvious thing of just dissing Dan and saying that he's a low rent boyfriend, saying that Serena's famous for having a party atmosphere. She's like her reputation's already ruined. So, you know. Yeah. 
but, but really Blair's, she's just like well Blair is then kind of ditched by Serena in that moment really um mm-hmm. but I don't think she quite realizes Blair doesn't know that it's all gotten out about Chuck and Nate because everyone's seen them fighting in the streets so then when she arrives at her usual throne of the Met yeah. steps uh, things have changed and her horrible min- I mean her minions are worse than her this this scene is awful it's such awful such <laughs> shame I felt so sorry for her character I you know what I did and I didn't because yeah so her minions dethrone her technically you know because Blair's not easy to to be friends with I don't think even for Serena and I think they do tell her about herself and (laughs) and I don't quite know what she expects when she holds others to such a high standard and you know people people make mistakes I think and she's obviously she's now made her first mistake and I don't think she likes it it's the way they talk to her they're like oh everybody saw Nate and Chuck fighting over your cheap ass and and oh yeah that's a bit unnecessary yeah I think they even call her a pregnant bitch oh my god do they maybe that's just in my head I don't know (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah, she's not, yeah, they're just horrible. And it's like, and again, just the slut shamingness of it is like, it's just awful. I can't believe like when we were teenagers as well, like if you got pregnant, it was really shameful. And now I'm looking back and I'm just like, oh, fucking hell, like, you know, probably would have had more sympathy for them, if anything, rather than shaming them <laughs> for getting into oh, a bit of a situation. Yeah, 100%. Mm. It was like a shamed thing. Do you remember there was a girl at our school who left the school? Like she was so young though. She was literally like, 14 15 oh no I don't well maybe if I saw her face or knew her name I might I might know but you know yeah it was just terrible you know really. like that was the worst thing that you could ever do I'm just like oh, right okay I think yeah, they're but, probably but really if you're under 16 and you get pregnant it's rape it's not I know in America it's even in fact in America she's not 18 yet is she Blair no I think she's still 17 yeah because she has her 17th birthday party so she's mm-hmm. underage so mm. really, like, it's a, it would be a storyline that would involve the police. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but Gotham Girl, you know, pay attention to, mm. to stuff like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, didn't feel, I didn't feel sorry for Blair in this moment either when, um, cause, because Jenny turns up as well and the minions have dethroned Blair and they're sort of like, they've left her at the bottom of the steps and they're walking to the top. <laughs> and Jenny and and the threat she gives Jenny, it was it was basically like, I'll never forgive you, um, but you stick with me or you're fucked anyway, basically. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, what an offer. I will ruin you. That's it. I will yeah, but it was just the, you know, it doesn't matter because I'll never forgive you anyway, but if you leave me now, I'll ruin you. I'm just like, right, okay. Well I can see why she said no. <laughs> She's like, how are you going to do that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's really good. I was proud of Jenny. I was like, yes, Jenny, don't go with Blair. She's not being very nice in this moment. In a mere moment, we're going to have to talk about the awful scene between Chuck and Blair at the mm-hmm. bar. Oh, my God. It's so terrible. This is really bad. So I almost feel like I need to give a trigger warning for this freaking set. <laughs> trigger warning from, from meanness. Before we get mean, though, can we just address quite an important issue Yeah, of the worst outfit of the episode? Oh, yes. I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. I'm going to have to play the jingle. Hang on. <laughs> 
Headbands by Armani, paintings all by Mirakami, Dolce and Cabana, dresses all the white types I'll be missing, kissing in designer stockings, Upper East Park costumes, mocking all the best dressed and the worst one clothes of the episode. So this is the worst outfit of the episode. Yes. Awesome. Yes. It's so, only one item of clothing as well because he's sitting down in this scene. So I don't even know what the trousers are like, but <laughs> this takes the biscuit. <laughs> takes the biscuit. Takes oh my biscuit. God, you've definitely been hanging out with your mom again. Yeah, I did. Oh, it's so annoying. You know that. I was on the phone to her today. <laughs> <laughs> you just come out with these like, like, like slightly old lady sayings. I'm sorry, I know. Marina, if you're listening to this. You're not. <laughs> don't, I don't very, think she you're will. You're very be. useful. Um <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's it's not good it's a pretty bad <laughs> it's terrible it, cardigan uh, i'm pulling it up on the screen here we there go. we go it's a pink houndstooth paneled cardigan with a white shirt and considering the fact that he is so mean in this epi- in this scene as well i would have put him in a different outfit because i can't take him seriously in that at all it's the kind of like garment I would give, like I would buy for baby Rufus. Our best mate um, Ellie's had a, a little boy recently called Rufus. I would buy Rufus. Um, yeah, this. <laughs> yeah, it's also very, and I don't mean this in a negative way at all, but it's very camp, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. And Chuck is not a camp character, so I don't no. know what wardrobe we're thinking of when. Yeah. The only way this happened good is if it was on a five-month-year-old baby. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's baby pink as well. Like, it's yeah, it like, is. And also, I think the houndstooth panels at the front are brown. Which I mean, I'm not a fan of brown anyway. But pink and brown. Actually, pink and brown. I do think that there's something quite in late noughties about that. Oh, do you think? I think there's something quite seventies about it because seventies a lot of neutral colours. Mm. There will be pictures up on the Instagram at Upper East Podcasters mm-hmm. if you know <laughs> the origin <laughs> of said disgraceful garment. <laughs> Let us know. But that is officially your worst outfit of the week. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. All the best dressed and the worst one clothes of the episode. <sighs> so yeah, horrible scene. He basically just destroys Blair she she comes to him in this in this bar and she's like oh I've wanted to congratulate you for dethroning me and you're the only one I have now yeah you're the only one I could turn to and I'm like why does Blair think that he is appropriate to turn to in a crisis he's not a nice person and he doesn't care about her at all and this scene proves it because he doesn't want her either he just tells her like you were just a game I was playing with um, oh, and you'll damage goods now. It's so, mm. like his little monologue about how like she's now ruined. Did you, the bit where he's like, now you're one of those Arabians my father used to own. And okay, he's talking about horses, but my God, I really panicked for a second. And I was just like, oh my God, does Bart <laughs> Bass, like, is he, is he, is he got a hand in like the human trafficking industry? Like, fuck me. <laughs> I thought the same thing. I was like, oh my God, that's awful. Like, um, but I did look it up. Um, yeah, it is. It's a horse, an Arabian horse. And the and the saying, because he says to her, um, road hard and put away wet. Oh. Um, 
apparently that's quite a like a famous saying like a metaphor um and it's it's used um if so basically a, a horse who was rode hard and put away wet would look and smell awful would feel pretty miserable it's a descriptive metaphor but only to those who are familiar with horsemanship is what i found so it's like oh, okay. it's probably quite an upper class elite way to dig out somebody else and make well you know make someone feel like oh. I mean, what an awful thing to say how awful yeah com- that. yeah I know. And then when he's like, I don't want you anymore and I can't see why anyone else would. Why is he so angry with her as well? I know. It must be like a jealousy thing. She obviously, he obviously didn't want her back with Nate in the first place, but this is really, really nasty. This whole, and you can tell she's so upset and she's so hurt. And it's just like, oh, poor thing. (laughs) It's pretty awful. Yeah. Um, Mm. In fact, I've got to say it. She's probably got to be our poor little rich kid of the week. Yeah, fair, fair enough. Yeah. All that money and designer clothes, poor little rich kid all alone. Poor little rich kid. It's been a long time since I've heard that one, actually. I don't think we've done that yeah, one we for a while. I think this is the first time Blair's been a poor little rich kid. Is it? Maybe. So, yeah, it's pretty bad because not only is she pretty much fallen out with Serena, she's lost Nate, she's been dumped by her friends and mm-hmm. her minions, but also even Chuck has been nasty to her. She's definitely a poor little rich kid. She goes home, mm-hmm. begs her mum to, um, I love this. I mean, it's so poor little rich kid. I'm so sad, mummy. Please, can you send me to another private school in France for a semester? <laughs> oh, freaking hell. And, and can you organise a helicopter to take me to the airport tonight? To fly? <laughs> I mean, oh, fucking, I, I didn't feel sorry for her for long. <laughs> I know what you mean yeah <laughs> it's a bit much like anybody else I'm just like oh my god like you just tough it out you know it's character building <laughs> exactly. that kind of stuff but she yeah Blair wants to run off to to complete her semester in France and um her mum sees how upset she is and she's like yeah okay fine again so, just yeah. just go on Gossip Girl seriously mm, just just I know. go on Gossip Girl Eleanor Wardorf and find out what's happening um but yeah, we'll suppose we'll kind of wrap this storyline up with what's kind of beginning to shape within the Minions, a potential new leader. Ooh, mm-hmm. Jenny Jenny looks like she's been promoted, at least. She's no longer the yeah. underdog. There's another girl, isn't there? What's um, Elise. Elise, that's it. Yeah, mm-hmm. Elise is now the new Jenny. Yeah, um, Beg- begging to take Jenny's books to the library for her. It's really yeah. weird. It's it's like because everyone because everyone asks like, oh, what's everyone doing tonight? And they all say, oh, whatever. And Jenny's like, oh, I've got to return some books to the library. And the the head minion Penelope is it? She's like, you don't yeah. have to do that anymore. And she's like, well, I don't mind though. She's like, well, yeah, but it doesn't matter. You know, you can just get somebody to do that for you. It's so weird. Yeah, Penelope remarks that Blair must have trained her well when she kind of accepts having this girl kind of like run her errands. I love that this isn't she wearing like a little bubble hat <laughs> and it's like oh the nerdiest thing she's kind of like yeah I suppose Jenny looks at her like yeah she's the new Jenny yeah mm. definitely so yeah. in a mere moment we will have to talk about my beloved Rufus's storyline <laughs> And we're back. 
Did so you... a nice short but sweet uh, storyline regarding my beautiful Rufus. Did you did you like this storyline? Not really. <laughs> he obviously my doesn't notes. go for blondes, which I am. <laughs> well, I I just so I've got in my notes like any time a woman turns up, I'm just thinking of Anna being like, "Who's this bitch?" <laughs> well, she's called Bryn. Yeah, I think that's her name. Yeah, she's called Bryn. Um, and what is it that she's doing at the gallery? She's like, she's is she an art curator? I think she just works there, doesn't she? I don't, I don't, I don't know what she does, but I know that she works there. I don't think she works there every day. I think she, you know, he's not like she's not like one of his employees. Oh yeah, maybe not. Oh, I'm not sure then. I don't really know anything about the art industry or what the job roles are. <laughs> I think she's maybe she's just doing one kind of curation or exhibition there. That, yeah, maybe mm. I don't know, but um, she she kind of is hinting that she maybe wants to kind of go for a drink, but he doesn't really get the hint. No, not um, really. I don't think he's quite interested in in her that way either. I don't know. I think that's just the vibe that I got anyway. Though I mean, she is pretty. Mm. Um, yeah, and and then. Bex is back, who is the art dealer who who sold, who sorry, who bought the painting. His ex, this is really weird. So Bex <laughs> is the woman who bought Rufus's ex-wife's, while he while she was still his wife's painting, for mm-hmm. yep. Lily, his ex-girlfriend <laughs> and kind of then kind of future partner, I suppose. So really, I mean, I don't even know where to go with that one. It's like... <laughs> I just remembered her as like, oh yeah, it's the art dealer from a few episodes ago. But that was a really she's, good effort of tracing yeah, her well, back. Think about it. She's the go-between between both of the women that he loved before. Yep, basically. <laughs> um, but so, she she pops up. She's, you know, she's shopping for a new client and a new man. <laughs> and a new man. <laughs> and a new man. <laughs> and then she does kind of just say, last time I saw you, you had a wife in, where was it? In Hudson. Yeah, last time I saw you, you had a wife in Hudson. He's like, she's still there. <laughs> yeah, no need to rub it in. <laughs> um, <sighs> but yeah, she kind of she kind of asks him out, and um, mm-hmm. Rufus kind of clears it with the kids. Which I is know that scene nice. where he's just like, "Am I allowed to date? Mm-hmm. <laughs> or am I allowed to go on a date with a woman?" And they're like, "We don't care." <laughs> <laughs> um, but then. <laughs> well, I think it's the same night that Bryn, oh, sorry, the same night that Brooke Bex turns up to kind of go out for a drink with him. Mm-hmm. Um, just before she shows up, um, Bryn shows up as well and yeah. says she's been dared to ask him out. And, right, here's my one thing I genuinely can't tell the difference between these two women at, at all. They also, Bryn and Bex those names are so similar when I first saw them on screen together I was like oh is this like a sister storyline because they look too similar like make one of them blonde at least (laughs) but two women have turned up for a date with Rufus pretty much Um, Mm and because they look so similar and because they have such similar names he has a little faux pas and (laughs) uh, anyone can do it and uh, he calls Bryn Beck and Bex Bryn yeah yeah that's mm-hmm. it and Bex Bryn she's like she's like yeah Bryn Bex Bex Bryn and she's Bex is standing there thinking actually I'm Bex I think I'll leave you to it and storms out and I can see why he they're a bit annoyed but you've put in your notes he's done nothing wrong well yeah he's just I don't know I think it's pretty obvious that he's just caught off a, caught a bit 
off guard. And also when you're like, I don't know, he doesn't owe them anything. He said he was going to go on a drink with her. And if she hadn't have stormed off, they would have 100% gone on a drink together. And I think it would have been a bit of a, I don't know, a bit of a funny story. Yeah. Well, it, also, wouldn't, it, it wouldn't be it a very would good only... storyline, would it, for Rufus? It'd be a bit boring for us punters. Watching yeah. <laughs> exactly. I mean, yeah, I know he gets her name wrong. But again, when two women look exactly the same and their names are very similar. He does call and apologise. I think he leaves like a voicemail just saying, I'm new at this. And mm. then she she kind of turns up, doesn't she, at the gallery and... And he mm-hmm. just says, look, you know, I've, I've, I've used to women throwing themselves at me before I was married. I was, you know, mm-hmm. I had groupies that would choose me. I was like, oh, God, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You would Rufus be one of those coming groupies. Off, coming off stage or sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> you would have been right there, wouldn't you? Front row. Like, look, oh. look at me. <laughs> Although part of, the, part of the reason I dig Rufus is because he's older. So actually, probably I wouldn't have. I'd be like, ugh. Young, wetty musician. Yeah. (laughs) Gross. Gross. So found really bossy, isn't she? Yeah, that's what I was just about to say. She's really bossy. She's like, okay, I'll tell you, you know, how it works in the in yeah, in the modern world of dating. Yeah, you're gonna call me in two days and then you're gonna organize a meal at a really nice restaurant. And it's like, oh what? Is that that's not a thing, waiting two days, is it? Also, well, they're right there with each other. They are literally right there. Why don't they just organise a date? Be like, look, let's start again. I'll take you out on Friday. Bim bash I bosh. suppose what I quite like about it is that she's basically given him some hints about like if the, if it doesn't work out between them two, then she, he could do that with somebody else when he meets. And that, that's the done thing. Wait a couple of days, keep like treating me and keeping key and kind of thing. But what's really mm. cool is he then does call her straight away and it's just like, I was never one to follow the rules or something like oh, that. I bet you like, oh. Yeah, I was going to say, but you bloody love that. Rufus me a river Rufus me a river I'll Rufus me a river Rufus me a river I don't follow no rules <laughs> So uh, Serena and Dan <laughs> Oh yeah they've got like a it's quite a short and sweet storyline in in essentially isn't it yeah Yeah. centered all around once again dan feeling insecure um Mm -hmm. when he finds out that she's pregnant or might be pregnant he realizes he loves her um which you know (laughs) rufus isn't very happy about um but he realizes because everybody again everybody has seen this gossip blast haven't they Mm -hmm. and that's why jenny so yes jenny dan and rufus all see at the same time online which is just I at least know. he looks at it as a parent again I don't know why the other parents aren't looking at it it's ridiculous um, I know. Eric is weaved into this storyline as well he's he's back as well Yay. um love mm-hmm. Eric so Dan shows up and is kind of the the 17 year old boy that never was there is no 17 year old boy that would do what he does in this moment mm-hmm. not off his own back not without being having a parent sort of influencing his decision because I thought this was essentially the most perfect thing that you could say in that it's your decision and you know I'll be there whatever <laughs> whatever you decide mm-hmm. yeah and I'm yeah. like oh come on dude he, he still manages to say about that? him though doesn't he because he says he loves mm-hmm. her he kind of drops the l-bomb in this moment and she kind of doesn't really acknowledge it or hear it and and then he's immediately annoyed that yeah 
she doesn't say it back <laughs> or, that, no. or, that, or that she might think he was only saying it because she was pregnant and and you know but she 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 pretty much reassures him straight away um that she's not pregnant um mm-hmm. and i have put here i love how everyone automatically believes everything that they see on gossip girl um and then when dan tells rufus he's pretty happy um but he does think that <laughs> she only thinks i said i love you because she's pregnant and so the, the their whole storyline this episode is around him telling her that he loves her like dropping the elbow yeah. basically and how she deals with that i suppose i mean i've always been the person you know me when it comes to the l word i say it mm. too soon every time. <laughs> i'm like yeah. a loveaholic yeah in fact i alan mm-hmm. when I, I first told alan i loved him after three months and then we broke up for a week but we have been together for six years ever since. <laughs> so wear your heart on your sleeve. Um, I know. I think that this is also as well. I think that this kind of episode, the, you know, saying the I love yous episode, this is also something that's really shoehorned in to into teen dramas. There's always an episode where a couple are trying to build up and, and work out the best way to say it. And it's like, oh, why are you... Don't, you don't have to build it up so much like if you if you want to say it say it it's fine and if they don't say it back it's probably not that deep they'll say it eventually and you know again you're 16 17 you'll find someone else there'll be other people <laughs> who will want to say it to you so yeah, absolutely yeah. Uh, that's just my two cents so the whole <laughs> yeah the whole storyline they, they have dinner the romantic dinner jenny's kind of crashing it that's this- how she finds out that um Mm-hmm. about the Nate and Chuck situation because they're talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I suppose, I mean, really nothing else new really happens other than, well, this whole them dancing around trying to say the, the love you thing. And he he does kind of eventually say it, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, not before getting annoyed with her for not kind of, you know, realizing that he's going to say it or for saying it to a stranger and stuff when they're having lunch in the park. But, you know, it's... Um, it's yeah he does finally tell her I don't know her reaction is a little bit like a little bit flat isn't it I don't know what kind of reaction I know what people want to say back but yeah what's the right response if you don't feel it back you know yeah she's just standing there she's like oh okay and stands there a bit like a lemon and then it is a bit awkward you know you've put you like Serena's headscarf you've put here Oh yeah, because I don't have a big fashion fashion outfit, a best fashion outfit this episode. Yeah, there's no Nobody best really... outfit, is there? Not really. No, I just said that I like Serena's headscarf in that moment because yeah, just thought a her hair was good. Headgear, a lot of good hats. <laughs> Blair looks good in her signature um, uh, headbands as well. Mm. Jenny's berets—they always look good. But that's yeah. it, really. Maybe no best week outfit. We'll bring forth some more fashion stuff next yeah. week. Maybe, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Serena goes to her little brother for advice, as she always does. Um, and they kind of, well, he says something like, it doesn't take a shrink to work out, you know, why we struggle with relationships and love and stuff. Because mm-hmm. they've always had like different dads and stuff. Or stepdads. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I think it's so weird that they made Eric so emotionally intelligent and a counsellor for her at age 14 like it yeah. would never happen he's like parenting her almost I know which is unhealthy but it's like mm. it's um it's strange it's almost like writers do this all the time in American um sitcoms or like teen films um where there's like a character who's like really really young they they, they do it in um 500 days of summer as well with the girl in yes that. they do 
the younger Whereas, sister yeah and and she swears and she's kind of like oh wow she really knows relationships like she wouldn't know would she because she's like 12 or something ridiculous. yeah she's never been in one she yeah. shouldn't know what it's like she's got to find it out for herself <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah mm. they kind of realize um because they also they kind of fall out because um she thinks that dan is the one to have told everybody about um mm-hmm. told gossip girl about there being another relationship and that kind of thing um yeah she doesn't know if she can trust him and yeah if he's lying about that maybe he's lying about the i love you and it's just oh god drama 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 they work out that it was probably jenny that overheard um mm-hmm. and she turns up and she's like i need to know why you love me and it's kind of it's so cheesy oh i know because he gives like it's like oh what do you really need to know why? I like, think I've got the quote here. If you, want, I can read it out while you bar. Oh my god! Like, yeah, I just wrote a various cutesy reasons. Um, I wrote down the one that I liked the best. But yeah, go on, read out yours first. Um, okay. Um, she says it has to do with my mom and her many marriages, and he goes there. That's why, because I actually like it when you interrupt me, which is often, by the way, I love you because you make no apologies about being exactly who you are—beautiful, smart, sexy as hell. Um, then she says, "You're embarrassing me." He says, "That's another reason. You're completely unaware of your effect on me. You're unaware that you laugh like a four-year-old." And she immediately goes, <laughs> "Oh." That's um, <laughs> shut up, Serena. Just like that, and I love Ugh. you because you can be with someone like me. You who only lives in a one million pound Brooklyn apartment, um, <laughs> and still be friends with someone like Blair. I Which, thought that bit was yeah, nice. It's nice. It's nice. It nice. I'm just at cynical people. Please don't don't take hatred against me this yeah. week. I'm just January blues are getting me down, and I'm slagging it off a bit this week. I'm sorry. I love Gossip Girl <laughs> and I love all of you. Um, it does end, the, the, probably where this then leads off to, because she does then say she loves him too, which is quite nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but she then kind of leaves in that moment because she's like, yeah, actually I am a good friend to Blair and I still need to be. And she <laughs> leaves to find this last scene. This I mean, bit was, I... <laughs> to talk about first world problems. I don't even know where to begin. I did like this scene actually because I do think it f- demonstrates like oh finally like they are good friends to each other like Serena is like going to look after Blair and I don't think we've seen that of them maybe she's in... a helipad I know <laughs> I know that <laughs> like right the along the Hudson River on... she's freaking a helipad there with two two freaking butlers Port- I know. Waters, yeah, moving all of her stuff. I mean, the amount of stuff as well that moving on. And then there's like a pilot sitting there waiting to take her. And she's standing there like, oh, poor me, poor me, poor me. And <laughs> and Serena, yeah, convinces her to stay and face the music and uh, rebuild, yeah. rebuild everything. I think she, well, I think she does actually say, she was like, I know that you were upset with me when I left without a word. And, you know, I know how you're feeling and I wouldn't want that. And she's she's like, you know, you're a Waldorf. You can rebuild your reputation. And I was just like, yeah, I'll give her a good pep talk. I like that. Oh, well, she then says to the, she then shouts back, take the bags off. I'm staying. I was like, how pissed <laughs> off would you be? And how much did that cost? That little elite helipad tantrum. I'm leaving. I'm Actually, I'm not. But that's probably, <laughs> that probably cost like in the tens, twenties, thirties of thousands of pounds. I don't understand why she needs to get. I mean, I have been to New York, but it was a it was about ten years ago, and I can't quite remember how we got from the airport 
into the hotel we were staying in. But why did you need a helicopter to get to the airport? It's not that far away, is it? Um, we did it both ways. We did it first time we did a train. The second time on the way back, we we just got in a cab. Um, but yeah, JFK, how long does it take to drive then? Oh, I can't remember, but maybe JFK is the furthest one away. But I mean, still, most people would just get the train. Not You don't get a helicopter there. I mean, it would take five minutes in a helicopter, I imagine. So weird, but... The elite helipad tantrum. (laughs) (laughs) But it worked though, didn't it? Serena convinced her to stay. Yeah. So, yeah. Setting up for the next episode, which I'm really excited Mm -hmm. about because the next one, The Blair Bitch Project, is a good Mm -hmm. episode. That's for sure. Um, So, thank you so much for listening, guys. Thanks, guys, so much. Uh, Hopefully, this is uh, helping you get through those January blues. We will be back. Mm again next week with that episode and uh, please do follow us on instagram mm-hmm. at upper east podcasters we also have a facebook page now as well mm-hmm. yes, um, we do. same at handle and please share with your friends leave a review follow us on spotify that makes a big difference as well mm-hmm. we are on 1400 downloads and we did chart again in austria <laughs> I don't, how are we doing this? I don't even know how. Yeah, hello, Austrian <laughs> listeners. Hello. Um, <laughs> and yeah, until next time, you know you love to hate it. And hate to love it. XOXO. XOXO. XOXO.